Hello, this is Lisa Russick and Misty Lure with the podcast We Are All Psychic. And today we got Jennifer Love back. I can't stand it when Jennifer Love is here. I'm so excited. So Jennifer, <laughs> we have that question. Misty, you want to ask at the same time? Yes. Do, Do you think we're all psychic? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, for the Yay. thousandth time. Yes, she's for the thousandth time. It's 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 ingrained. It's it's a thing. It's for real. Yeah. So, um, listeners and watchers, this is a video podcast on Spotify, and um, we are going to talk in. This is Jennifer Love's love series, and we have many, many of them. I lost count how many we have. I love them. I listen to them back and back. I listen to them back because I need the advice she gives a lot. And um, so today. We are going to have kind of an interesting conversation. Jennifer Love and I are both moving in with our dudes over, you know, soon, over time. We eventually will is the plan. So we're going to talk about moving in with them. When you're moving in with someone, you're dating or marrying someone and you're moving in. Yeah. We need help. What do we do? <laughs> so Jennifer's got some yeah, stuff yeah, to talk yeah. about to us. So it's, it's interesting that you say that, uh, that we're both like in this stage, right? Um, right. Looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's it's a discussion, right? It's not a um place that you just arrive. Right. Um, it's it's definitely a a process that you go through. And um and it's different for different people depending on what stage of life they're in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because yeah, you know, there's like, you know, 20 something people or 30 something people who are, you know, um, I'm, you know, single and then I'm just going to like move in with somebody and it's pretty easy. You know, um, I don't have property to sell or I don't have kids to worry about or, you know, it, it can be a very simple type of process, whether it's just a choice of whether do I want to be with this person or not. And then you can also have very complicated things going on, whether like, do I have to, um, you know, find a new job in another city or yeah. do I need to like, you know, move closer to this person or do I have to like, um, you know, what is going to happen with my children or, you know, do I have to sell a house or buy a house or is it this, yeah. you know, where we're moving to isn't even big enough for two people, three people, five people, whatever, you know, um, I have a cousin who has three children and her, uh, prospective spouse also had three children. They had like the literal Brady Bunch going Brady on. Bunch. Yeah, that yeah. sounds exactly like the Brady yeah. Bunch. Like, I don't even know how they found a big enough car to fit their family. <laughs> it's like the the, the like logistics bus. of it boggles <laughs> my mind, you know, sometimes yeah. how they like even get around places. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a lot going on when you have children and blended families and all those sorts of stuff. So like beyond like just the romantic parts there's all these logistical things mm -hmm. but we're just going to talk about the romantic parts today because you can figure out your logistical crap on everybody's your own, right? logistical crap is a little everybody has their own yeah. logistical crap you can talk about our that spiritual out. and our love stuff and we're just talking we about spiritual yeah. love stuff right yeah. so um i had a dating coach who talked about different stages of relationships and 
um, there were several like different stages and like the first stage is called the fantasy stage. And that's like the first and second date. Like, do you fulfill each other's fantasy? Was your first impression accurate of this person? Yeah. And that's like just the first and second date. Right. And then the getting to know you stage is like dates two through five. Um, can you have fun again? Like from the, yeah. can, you re- can you replicate that there. first date mm-hmm. fun again? Yeah. Um, that can be a couple of dates to a few dates. And you just don't assume anything about the person. You're just trying to recreate that fun and magic of the first date. Right. And then from a few weeks to a few months, you're figuring out your needs and wants. And can this person fulfill what you need from each other? And um, everybody has you know, terms and preferences, what they want of a person. Can you accept this and not accept that? You have issues that come up again and again. And this is pretty important. You have to pay attention to, especially if you want to move in with this person eventually, what are their terms? What keeps happening? You have to keep paying attention over and over. Um, Are your core values similar? Are the good times good enough? right? Do you keep fighting about the same things over and over? And then the next stage after maybe a couple months is the man is considered, well, this is like, you know, heterosexual relationships, obviously the man is considered to be wooing the woman. He's figuring out if you're a good fit for him. It's full on romance. He's pulling out all the stops. He's going to be, you know, taking you out, doing things for you. So if you're in dating situation and the guy is not doing these things he's not showing you the interest he's not taking you out you can pretty much guarantee that he's not serious about you so i get a lot of clients who are saying well he's showing me mixed signals he stopped calling me he's not showing the interest that he used to i can pretty much guarantee that man is not interested in you in long-term relationships so you pretty much can just let it go from there like yeah. he's not, he's not interested. He's just not that into you. There's a whole book about it. Okay. <laughs> yes. I remember that book. I remember that yeah. book too. So just don't worry about it from there. Like you don't have to go chase a man ever. He makes it very clear whether he's interested in you or not. He's trying to woo you. So if he's not doing any of those things, he's not interested in you. There is no confusion. There's no game playing. He's just not interested. And that's the end of the story. So after that, after you've both kind of like decided you like each other, you start to get comfortable. Then the wooing is over. That's when you start sitting around on the couch watching TV together and you're not going out as much anymore. My favorite part. (laughs) That's the part I like. (laughs) It is a good part, right? Like you don't have to try so hard. You don't have to dress up and Mm -hmm. wear makeup and like you know, be, yourself. Be, on, be on your best behavior. Right. Yeah. It means you're progressing. You're so letting, you get to know what really is down in there in each yeah, other. Love you're, that, letting your, you know? you're letting your guard down. You're letting your walls down. This is where you're starting to talk about the future. Um, and you both can feel like you're being yourselves. And, but you know, if some people don't like it because they feel like you're not making an effort anymore, but other people really like this stage because you feel like you can really be your real self. That's like the getting comfortable stage. And then, you know, then you're in like the steady dating. This can go on for a really long time, um, depending on how commitment phobic either person is, right? You should be exclusive by now. Um, you can find out if the person is stringing you along or not. And that goes for male and female, right? Because some women are very commitment phobic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you, this is the part where you find out if you're really sexually compatible because some people have 
wants and needs in the bedroom that other people don't want. Um, and this is where you find out if this person is serious about you because they're inviting you out to events with their family and friends. Are they introducing you to their family? Are they introducing you to your friends? Are you in their social circle? Or are they keeping you away from all of those people because they either don't see a long-term future with you, they're embarrassed of you, they just don't want you to meet their family and friends for XYZ reason, maybe because you're the side piece <laughs> and you don't know it. Mm. <laughs> That's always awkward. So you have to be included in all of their different circles. Now, there could be a reason why you don't want your partner in your work circle. Maybe you think those people are jerks and you just don't want to introduce your partner to them. And that's fine. But as long as you verbalize that, right? Yeah. So, but if you're excluded from all of your partner's different social circles, that's a weird problem and issue. And you mm -hmm. should talk about that. Like, why are you not introducing me to your family? Why are you not introducing me to any of your friends? If you're seeing each other regularly, like I'm talking six months a year and you haven't met your partner's kids, that's another discussion you need to have. Gosh, Why yeah. have I not met your kids? Yeah, that's um, a long time to go without. That's a very them. long time. Yeah. So some people are very, you know, I get six months to a year. You should not introduce your kids to your partner right away. That's not a good idea. Um, but after six months to a year, you need to start introducing your kids if you're serious about your partner. Um, and then if you're not, if you don't want to, that needs to be a conversation. Why are yeah. you not? Why are you yeah. not doing that? Where are we? Um, yeah. Where are we? Right. And when and when do you think you'll feel comfortable introducing me to your children? Um, because that's an important thing to do, especially if you want to move in together, because obviously the children will be there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if, you, if you're never going to get used to the children, how are you just going to all of a sudden live with them? Right. Yeah. That's weird. Even if they're yeah. only half time, 25 percent of the time, whatever the custody arrangement is the children will be there at some point. Yeah. Um, and then also money, right? You have to talk about money. How is your money going to be shared? How is it going to be divided? How is going to, how are you going to discuss finances? How are you going to pay bills? So those are all really important things when you're going to move in together. So by nine months, you are a couple. This is full couplehood time. Nine months to a year, you are a couple. Um, I don't care what kind of relationship it is. That's serious time. Yeah. <laughs> a year yeah. is a long time to be spending with someone. It really so is. If, yeah. So if you're still hooking up casually after a year, that's a problem in my yeah. mind. Um, because you've invested serious time with this person a long period of time, a year. And if it's not going anywhere, you need to seriously reassess like what's going on. Because um, that's a year of your life gone and you never get it back. And mm -hmm. you could have been spending that time getting to know somebody else. Mm -hmm. So after a year, you know, children are always each other's first priority, but your partner should be your second priority. Um, your kids should be respectful to your partner, um, but you're always affectionate and connected with your partner. You make sacrifices for each other. And you should know that you're headed towards marriage if that's one of your goals. Um, after a year, you should have had that conversation or planning to have that conversation if that's your goal. Some people are very happy and content knowing that I'm, I just know that I want a partner, a committed partner, or I know that I 
I want to live with someone or I know that I want to get married. So as long as you know what your goal is and you know what you want, that's the important thing. Some people don't want to get married. That's fine. You just want to live with someone. That's fine. Some people don't want to live with someone. That's fine too. I'm not saying your goals have to be my goals. I'm just saying that you have to know what your goals are and make sure that they're in alignment with your partner. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. So those are kind of the stages of... That um, makes sense. And I can line that up with my relationship pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, and, and I did do a podcast saying we've broken up, but we got back together. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. Um, and that happens too. You know, everybody uh, has their own unique path and journey that they're on. Um, you know, and obviously like the stage after that is getting engaged, getting married. That can be where from a year and a half to two years. And it really depends on the age of the people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people that are older like me, that could take a while because if you've been divorced, you're not seriously jumping into any engagement anytime soon. No, especially if, especially if there are children involved, um, getting engaged is not high on your list, Mm -mm. um, because you've been divorced and you know, that's a very serious commitment at that point. People who are a lot younger, are in a bigger rush to get engaged and get married. And a lot of that has to do with the woman's biological clock. Obviously I have no biological clock. That clock stopped ticking for me. So I'm in no rush to get married. (laughs) I am in no rush at all. So obviously it's different for different women, different men, different couples based on biological issues and needs. So, um, but yeah, engagement would happen anywhere from eight months to two years. I, um, is this kind of like dating stages. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's, well, kind yeah. of. but I have to include a caveat. The longer you're together, the less likely you are to get married. I believe that's just, that. That's just a normal statistic. That's, I believe there. that. Yeah. Couples who are together for like seven years, not married, more likely they're not going to get married in Alabama. That's a common law marriage. <laughs> Seven yeah. Years, yeah. yeah. And in, in California, 10 years, I think is a common law marriage. Okay. Um, so legally you are married in the eyes of yeah. the government, mm-hmm. um, which is something pretty serious that you yeah. should be aware of. Yeah. <laughs> um, it has a lot of legal and financial implications. Very um, much so. Yeah. Uh, it, it did happen to a friend of mine. She, um, was separated from her partner of over 10 years and she was able to take a lot of his assets. So they were, and they never were married. They were never married. Mm. Did they have kids together? Nope. Wow. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very. Well, both the husbands I left, I left them. I said, I just left them everything. I hardly took anything. Um, you know, it's, I, yeah, I, it's definitely up to like, I'm getting I mean, out. You have to go after it, right? <laughs> yeah. You have to like legally try to get it. But yeah. um, it's unpleasant. Yeah, California is an interesting place to be. <laughs> According to that, yeah, I bet it would be. Yeah, because like people have money in California, so they want to fight over it. Now, yeah, most yeah. of the divorces I think that I know of anywhere are no contest because they can't even afford the divorce, first of all. Well, <laughs> and, and, and I, feel like, I feel like a lot of women here feel like they've sacrificed a lot in terms of their life and career to take care of a man. So yeah. they feel like I don't, I would have more money if I hadn't sacrificed so much for your career. That's interesting. Um, Around here, it seems like a lot of the women who divorce men and men who divorce women, it's always over cheating, lying, bad behavior, yeah. abuse. It usually is around here. You know, people yeah. get together until there's cheating or abuse or something like that. I feel um, like around here, it's like people grow apart 
they yeah. they feel like they're they're just not connected anymore and they've like grown in separate directions right um and it might be cheating and whatever involved but it's that more, might happen as a result yeah you know, i think people just feel like i just apart. don't love yeah. you anymore you know and i really yeah. want to find somebody else to make me fulfilled yeah um but you know it, i think you know divorce happens for a million different reasons so it does but you know back to moving in together so um what other you know issues or questions do we think people have about moving in together? Well, I would like to know about your personal things you're, mm-hmm. you're working on with your situation. And I want to hear from <laughs> Missy about what where yeah. her experience was moving in with Justin, her husband, you know, when that came down or he moved in with her, I'm not really sure how that played out, but like listeners and watchers, I'm, I'm supposed to move in with my boyfriend. We were supposed to in April. We didn't maybe in June, maybe we don't know when now I have a problem. I don't, I don't get along with his dog really well a lot. And so there's an issue there, you know, um, I want him to neuter his dog and he doesn't want to. So, oh, interesting. You know, um, yeah, because the dog really likes me <laughs> all the time, <laughs> you know, if you know what I mean. And it's just yeah. be uncomfortable for me. Um, and I mean, I'm ready to live with him. I love this guy. And uh, we've fought on and off as usually because of my insecurities. You know, I will blow something up. That's what I, he doesn't say that, but that's what I feel like I'm doing. You know, I'm, he's not as emotional as I am for one thing. He will say, most men are not as emotional as women. He'll say he doesn't like my emotional reactions. And I'm like, that's me. I'm very emotional, you know, and I I do have emotional reactions. It's who I am, you know? And (laughs) so, you know, he, he understands that now and he, he has a way of wording things to calm me down when I'm really upset, you know, and sometimes he'll fight back and get me more upset. It's just love relationships. But as far as the moving in, we have, he has a son who is uh, 18 and he lives both with his mother and his father goes back and forth. And um, he's supposed to move in when I move in or like a couple of weeks after I move in, but we haven't made it happen yet. So um, I don't know, you know, it's been kind of like like when I was going to move in before, there was just a lot of misunderstandings. He had said he told me, but he didn't. Or if he did, I never heard it. That one on the Friday before my birthday, he was going to move all my stuff. And mm-hmm. I had said to him, you know, a few days earlier, what's going on? man? I, I'm physically incapable of moving this stuff. And you haven't said anything about helping me. And I blew up. And he's like, but that's why I took the 28th off because I was going to help you move that day. I was like, you never told me that. <laughs> you know. So then we went to the beach and it was great. And so now we're waiting another month, see how that goes. But now I'm kind of hung up on this dog's behavior. And um, I'm not making excuses in this case, but there, there's, I really want to live with this man and I really love him to death. And I think we'd have so much fun. I never get to see him that much. Well, I do get to see him, but not as much as I'd like to because he works all yeah. the time. Yeah. Know? Yeah, we live together. We get to spend the night every night and, you know, have meals together and stuff like that. And that'd be great. Uh, I want to, <laughs> but is it going to happen? I don't know. I mean, I hope so. You know, I really hope so. He seems to want it. I believe he wants me to. And I know I want to. I do have doubts because like you said, if we've been married before living with someone's kind of mm-hmm. like that, this is the first time since I was in maybe when I first moved out to Phoenix, I lived by myself and uh, a homeless musician moved in with me and i married him <laughs> and uh so you know that's been my experience you know just the two relationships i did have that were long-term marriages um i have baggage from what those relationships made me think and perceive relationships should be i always thought love 
that's why we talked about this in these podcasts with Jennifer Love. I kind of feel like I was trained to think conditional love was the regular thing. Mm -hmm. And so now that I'm older, I realize it's not necessarily I have to have all the time unconditional love, but I, I need the feeling of security that comes with you can be yourself and it's okay. You know, you can say these things and you don't have to worry about what's going to happen because that was a big issue in my second marriage. You know, if I say something, there's a consequence no matter what it is that I say. And I never knew what the consequence would be. You know, couldn't guess. It was very unpredictable. Um, that Scorpio moon <laughs> that he had. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm ready to do it. It's just like, is it going to happen? We do have communication. We're, we don't have really great communication sometimes. So, um, you know. I think everybody has communication challenges sometimes. Especially when you're in love because you don't want to yeah. say the wrong thing and get someone yeah. to think the wrong thing. And so, yeah. you know. What about you? What kind of are you having any challenges coming up? With your- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you tell us. <laughs> we, really- we, had a hu- we had a huge fight um, a couple of days ago uh, about this very issue, the moving in. Um, and it was my fault. I, I think I feel like it was my fault. Um, and I'm sure he would agree. It's my fault. <laughs> and he's going to listen to this. So I'm sure what did I have you to take do? responsibility. <laughs> what did you do? I know he's going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> It, it we had we had just spent the whole day together and it was great um he came over to build a bookcase for me for my office oh. and yeah so like and then we went for a walk in the park um and uh and then we went out to dinner and we went we went to the restaurant where we had our first date oh it was really it was really sweet it was really nice yeah and then um and he, you know, brought me back to my house. And then I said, do you want to come inside? And he said, no. Uh, he's like, it's okay. Uh, and then he gave me a kiss and he left. And for some reason that hurt my feelings terribly. Yeah. Like, great day. You want to go celebrate it in bed at night. Yes. <laughs> I exactly know how you feel, Jennifer. <laughs> for some it reason. So stupid, I was, I was deeply mortally yes. wounded. Sounds like something I would react. I would inside. react that way too, guys. I yeah. would. Yeah. So, but, but did I articulate that? Did I say anything? No, I just suppressed. Slammed up. Yeah. I was just like, okay. And I just went inside and I cried and I was like, <laughs> You know, um, and then um, I just texted him good night, like really. <laughs> and he could sense that there's something weird about. And he that. was just like, yeah. He was like, uh, yeah. okay, I love you. Uh, and then I said, and then of course the next thing I texted was, you really hurt my feelings, but you did want to come inside. And, <laughs> and then of course, and then and then I, you know, I said, I'm gonna take a shower. Um, don't call me again. Because he tried to call me instantly when he knew that I was texting him like this major long text of like how I'm telling him how I feel. He instantly called me because he's like, this is not a tech conversation. I need to talk to you. And I said, I'm going to I said, I can't talk right now. because I was crying. I said, I can't talk right now. I'm going to take a shower. Don't try to call me again. And he got really sad hearing that because he thought that meant we're breaking up. Don't never call me again. Call me again. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And that's not what I meant. I just meant yeah. I can't talk right now. Don't call me again tonight. Yeah. Um. So then, after I calmed down and I thought about what I was really upset about was that we only see each other every other week because yeah. we don't live together. Um. He has his daughter every other week, 
And so, and he's busy. He works all the time. I work all the yeah. time. You know, it's very like, like you just said, Lisa, it's hard to see each other when you're busy working and it would be so much easier if we lived together. Yeah. And I don't think we've, we've talked about it, but I don't think we've ever talked about it seriously, like having a timeline about when are we going to do this and how are we going to do it? We've just talked about, you know, we need our children to feel comfortable yeah. in order for us to move in together. Right. That, that's kind of like our only condition because we feel comfortable with it. I think we're both ready. It's really about our daughters, our perspective. That's a big them. deal. Yeah. He has he has other children, but they're older. So they they don't right. And I'm saying I want to mean to say that they don't they're matter, not in the house. But they're not in the house. Yeah. yeah. So um it's really his younger daughter and then my daughter who lives with me full time. So mm-hmm. um yeah. How old so are the daughters? His daughter is nine, my daughter is 17. Okay. So there's a difference. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but he has his daughter half the time. I have my daughter all the time. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so when you moved in with him, too. your daughter's coming. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there's a big difference there too. Um, and his ex-wife is involved. My ex-husband is not. I understand. There's another difference. Right. But um, so, yeah. So we've, <laughs> we had a, so we finally did get on the phone, had a conversation, and I was able to articulate that I was really more upset about the fact that we hadn't talked about moving in together. I did want to live with him. We hadn't talked about it. We had no plan. I never get to see you. And that was really how I could, I eventually like shared my thoughts and emotions about moving in together. It wasn't really about the fact that you didn't come in. Right, right, right. Yes. So I was completely upset about something completely different. I do that Than too. what I was actually... It's, it's like you've been yeah, thinking about holding all these other things in and waiting for the right time to discuss them. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. something else was boo. And that was, eh. <laughs> all that stuff comes out. Yeah. <laughs> There's no telling what you're going to say either. <laughs> yeah. and, and I have to say that's very, not to be blaming my, you know, poor communication skills and emotional upheaval on the planets, but it's a very Mercury retrograde thing to do. <laughs> is to not communicate well, have yeah. these emotional blowups, you know, and you know, and and send a text instead of making the phone call, all of that. But all of that again, my fault. Yeah. Um, and I really handled the whole thing badly. And I, of course, I, I took responsibility for it and I apologized to him. And he was still a little bit like sour about it. And he's like, you know, I'm not going to get over this right away. And I said, okay, that's, you know, that's fine. We'll have to, yeah, yeah. I'll give you time to like get over it because. Yeah. When, when my, fair. yeah, when my boyfriend and I fight, it's usually my insecurities rearing their heads, you know, ugly heads. And uh, I can say some pretty mean stuff because of the situation, the relationship I was in before trained me that that Mm -hmm. was the best way to handle it after years of trying every angle. Yelling back worked okay. That's about all I can say about it. It worked okay. Nothing else worked. So um, I will, yeah, I've I've had situations where I'll yell at my boyfriend and just say horrible things. Usually in text, we don't do, we're face to face. We never meet each other. We on the phone, we hardly were always really nice, but we get us each in the text and we'll just ream each other, especially I'll start it. He would never do it. But then if I start it, he's he goes into that, you know, and we both get crazy. You know, the Irish Mm -hmm. hysteria comes out in both of us. And, um, you know, and sometimes it takes a day or two to cool off. And he's, you know, he's been saying, like, if I keep acting at these moods, he says I'm like the coolest person he's ever known. But these moods are something that are giving him pause. 
And I'm like, those I've told you I have problems, you know, I have health issues and they do come like and this in those cases are insecurities. But I do have mm-hmm. health issues that also exacerbate some of my thinking problems uh, about and I have histories, you know, that mess up what I expect from him or anticipate from him, you know, that I, I would expect a fight. So I'll start one, for example, mm-hmm. you know, before I can let him start the fight, you know, so that's, that's what I'm used to. Or I'll be defensive for no reason because I'm assuming what he's saying is something else. I make a lot of assumptions because he doesn't really explain himself well, really well. But when he we were just friends for like 10 years, I didn't have a problem with it. But now that I'm in love with the guy, it's like, tell me everything. Explain yourself. I don't get it. You know, and it just shouldn't be like that. But he's still the same guy. But I still yeah. feel like I don't know if what he's telling me is true. I have a lot of doubts and suspicions. They're not. They're not there's nothing to base them on. We should be all taking advice from Misty, who's been married. That's what I was about to say. She needs to tell us about her move. What happened to you when, when you and Justin moved in, Misty? Well, once upon a time, <laughs> a long time ago. Um, well, it just happened to be the right time. Um, I think that we were dating probably seven or eight months um, before we moved in together, which is maybe kind of quick. I don't know. But we both knew that that's what we wanted. How old were you at that time? I was I was older. I was um, twenty six. That's pretty young, though. That's yeah. young my, to me. In my, time I got engaged for the first time yeah. at twenty six. Yeah, yeah. I was twenty six, and um, he was thirty two. Okay, and so he was ready to settle down, and mm-hmm. you know, he had met my kids, and and really was a big help with them, a humongous help. He was a blessing, really. Mm-hmm. And anyway, he had been living with his brother for a while and his brother moved out of state to go live with this other girl, his girlfriend. And so, you know, there just happened to be another room available in the apartment that he was in. And he was just and I had a roommate at the time and it wasn't really going well with that roommate. And so um, we decided that, that we would go ahead and just move in together. And right off the bat, you know, he was like, you know, I will pay all the bills and take care of everything. He said, you just buy the groceries and take mm-hmm. care of, you know, the food and the meals. And I was like, well, heck, I can do that, you know. Um, but did that make sense financially, considering how much income you guys had? Like, did he make more money yes. than you? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So that yeah, makes he sense. Made more yeah. Money than I did. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he we had a lot to have to go through. Um, because I am deathly afraid of snakes, like, oh, yeah. and my he husband loves, loves snakes and actually, so did he have a plus, pet? He collected snakes. He, yeah, he's got lots of pet snakes oh. and he had a rattlesnake. Oh my. And the one thing I said is that I'm, I'm not moving in with you and I'm not moving my kids in there with you with a rattlesnake in the house. Yeah. I'm just not doing it. You know, I think I would have, I think I would have a pause with that too. Like I did, especially and, with your children. Like, yeah, but he didn't even think twice about it. He said okay, and it was gone. He gave it away. Wow. He got that snake too. It was it was worth a pretty good penny. It was the albino. Um. Anyway, he albino heard, rattlesnake. Yes, it's very rare. It's terrifying. Yes, <laughs> especially for me because I'm terrified. You know, so I. Yeah. He did that for me, but in return, I had to um, learn to deal with his other pet snakes. Now, I knew that they couldn't hurt me and they couldn't bite me and they couldn't do anything physically to hurt me. They were in their cages. And so I had to accept that and learn how to 
deal and live with that. And and he had to deal with not having his rattlesnake, you know, that he had So wanted. I think that's fair, right? Yeah, you, it, it was he, he got rid of the one that was dangerous and yeah. you had to deal with just the fear of the ones that were inert. Right. Yeah. And that was my own personal fear okay. that I had to deal with. But that was a lot to have to deal with. That is a lot. Yeah. Because I still am afraid of them. Mm, and, yeah. you know, now we have been living together for forever. We're married and, and um, he's got his own room with his snakes in there and they're all in cages and that's his room. I've never even been in and that room. I, I don't I know. know. I wouldn't I go in there. I don't know where it is. <laughs> we pretend like it's not even there. It doesn't um, exist. And the reason why I let him have that room is because yes. he has been in a house raising three teenage girls. Yeah. You know, and the only male let He's him He's gotta have, have his room. man cave. Yeah. Have his snake cave. Please. Yeah. And so that was my compromise and um, it, it was just the right time and it, and it worked out great. And the kids got along great with him and he was, and has been the best stepfather that they could have better than their yeah. own father. Do you remember any anxieties you might've had right, right before y'all moved in together? Like what were you worrying about? Did you really snakes? Worried? Other than the snakes, other than the snakes. Were you worried well, about I wanted them? to make sure that, you know, I think that we all have those doubts of, you know, am I the only one, you know, I want to make sure you know, this is going to work. I'm bringing my kids into this relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want them to see me screw this up again because I'd already divorced their dad. Um, so that was a worry. Um, you know, and 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 I just remember just trying to find something about him that um, would make me want to leave. And I couldn't find anything. <laughs> So I I knew that 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 was a good sign because, you know, I was nervous, you know, and of course I was like, of course, you can't be perfect. What the hell's wrong with you? I thought that for a long time about my yeah. boyfriend too. Like, yes. what, what's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. Like, I, know, I, I was, I I was searching for what was wrong yes. because there's yes. always something like, I'm like, you're yeah. too good. What's wrong? Like, yeah, I, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop for a long yes. time. I yeah. was too, because it was just too good to be true. Yeah. Except snakes. Yeah. Um, I'm like, are you a then, closet alcoholic? Like, <laughs> right. What, what are you, you got psycho ex-girlfriends? Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know what's, anything what's about your other girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> and know. another thing I want to bring up, just just in moving in with someone, you know, I like my witchy stuff. I like my sage. Mm-hmm. I like my candles. Yeah. I like my rocks all over the place. What am I going to do about that? Is it going to drive everybody crazy yeah. that I burn sage a couple times a week? Is it going to like, yes. many rocks? You know, can I put my rocks everywhere? So we you should you should stuff, test you know? that out, Lisa. Well, like, so. We've talked about it and he doesn't give me an answer. He's like, I well, don't why don't you go to his apartment and sage it and see what happens? I have. He loves it. Yeah. I, I have. I've saged then, his house. Then why are you worried it. about it? Because it's an anxiety thing. He loves it now. But when you move in with people, they change. Every single person oh, I've ever been with changed after I moved in. With worries them. That, well, I've been change. doing kind of the same thing. Like I thought, oh, you know, is he going to think all my, you know, witchy woo woo stuff is weird? So I gave him crystals, right? Yeah. Um, and he, I give Chris he, crystals too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I went over there and he he actually took the pres- crystal prescription that I gave him. He put the you know. A black onyx by his bed, and then you know he put the what else did Aww, I give him? Oh, um, that's so sweet. I gave him the um, Aww. uh, for EMF protection. I'm oh not, yeah, yeah. I'm blanking on the name of it. Magnetite. Uh, I can't remember. What Hematite. It's Magnetite. Hematite. No. Okay. It, some yeah, but he put it by his computer. 
because I told him to. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't think that's going to be a thing. Um, I don't either. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun. So, yeah, I, I think, think the thing like I worry about is right it. now it's not a problem. But every time I've moved in with someone, it because things that weren't a problem beforehand, including family members and roommates, things that weren't a problem before I moved in became a problem. Yeah. Well, I can't help my family members like that's. I mean, even roommates, I'm saying like even roommates, like girlfriends that I was like best friends with and we moved, lived together. And then it was just like it. They, they, they would pretend that, or I don't know, they seemed to like certain qualities about me before we moved in. And then those are the same Mm -hmm. qualities they didn't like in me after about six months of living together. Mm-hmm. Or they would tell me but that. You know anyway. what, Lisa? You know what I'm thinking? You know, those other times you were kind of forced into it, if I don't recall. You know, like moving in with Mikey, you said, you know. Yeah, that was that was kind of, I had no choice. Kind of I, mean, in, I had no choice. This time, it's not. This time, yeah. it's it's whenever you decide that you want to do it. So it's going to be a little it's bit. It's him too. I mean, he has to let right. me know because he, you know, <laughs> that he wants me to and win and how he's going to help because that was right. the problem this past month. He never told me. Right. So definitely communications going on. Yeah. 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 Gonna have to open up about that. But I do have a lot of fears of people changing when I move in. Of course. And and that's big time changing, not little time changing. Of course, that's going to happen. Things you don't know, you'll find out, but I'll probably find them endearing. If I love him, I'll find them endearing, you know? Right. It's the, you know, it's the bad changing that happens when you live with someone with things they haven't been able to hide. And uh, when they're around you every day, they can not. My experiences have not been good with living with anybody, really. Yeah, and and the biggest thing I think a lot of people deal with is like someone who is messy and someone who's clean. Yes, that's 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 a big one. I went through that too. Yeah, Yeah, still going through it. Yeah, Yeah. and and I think it's usually you know it's usually the man who's kind of messy and the woman who's clean or the woman who has different standards of cleanliness than a man does. Um, for me, it's opposite. I'm kind of a slob <laughs> and my, my boyfriend is real OCD. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we've talked about it. We've talked about it. Um, and uh, I just said, you know, like, I'm not going to spend my life cleaning. It's just not something I'm interested in. Um, so we can hire a housekeeper. And that's there you go. That's fine. The right yeah, because that, that's the answer for me. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I'm not just not going to spend my life cleaning. Um, but... <laughs> i have a question jennifer um yeah you have advice for other people who might be moving in with them things to think about things to look at things to 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 list they might be able to make or something you know uh do you have any advice for other people and me going into yeah i think you need to um again it's like it's 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 a list um you need to think about things that are really important to you. Like Misty was saying, you know, her husband, you know, he has these pets, snakes that are important to him, but she had this huge fear of snakes. So you have to compromise on these really big issues. You know, some people, you know, their dog is like their baby, right? It's their life. And what if your partner's allergic? How are you? I'm allergic to dogs. But yeah, I, if I'm around get, them long enough, it'll go away. Yeah. Right. How are you going to get past those kinds of That's things? That's you hard. have to be able to compromise on really big things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some people, that's going to mean, um, am I willing to give away my dog 
Or oh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have him give away his dog. I just want him to get his dog neutered. <laughs> right. <laughs> he or, won't do it. <laughs> but, but like, yeah, or there's other mitigation things you could do, right? Or is my partner going to get allergy shots? Or is my partner going to try a new medication for allergies? Or are we yeah. going to have our apartment cleaned twice a week because the pet hair and dander is a lot for my partner. You have to be able to take these steps because if your partner is important to you and your dog is important to you, maybe you're going to have to go the extra mile to clean more often or get allergy shots or whatever it is, you know, yeah. maybe it's not going to be as easy as it is for other people who both people like dogs. You okay, both have like, to compromise. Yeah, yeah. Like you're saying, yeah. you both have to compromise. You both have to compromise. Yeah. It's not up to one person. It's not it's like not. you can just tell the person, okay, get rid of your dog. I, yeah. I don't like dogs. You have to get rid of it. No, it's like you both have to like walk the path together. If you really love your partner, you're both going to have to compromise on whatever it is. Yeah. And, and same thing for cleaning the house. You know, like I have to be a little bit neater <laughs> and he's going to have to relax a little bit. we both have to walk the line um in your case lisa i think he's gonna have to uh either get his pet trained or neutered i asked him to train him i asked him to use that adaptable diffuser he hasn't decided if he will or not he's gonna have to do something he's gonna have to because i'm not going back to his house until that dog is you know, yeah. tame down because he's right? just, he's way it's, it's too, inappropriate. He's, he's it's it's way not inappropriate. It's not cool for you. It's been years and years and years of it, and yeah. I just been on a trip with so the dog for three days. That's what I'm saying. Enough. There's just there's yeah, things yeah. that you have to be able to overcome. Yeah, together. I do love the dog, but that bothers me. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. It would um, bother any woman. I think it would bother anyone. <laughs> Yeah, any anyway. Female, it doesn't bother my boyfriend. Child. He thinks it's funny. <laughs> Which she stops well, him. But, but you know, it doesn't matter like, because it bothers you. I know. I know. Yeah. See, that's how I feel, but yeah. he doesn't care that it bothers me and why. So yeah. I don't know what to do about it. Maybe he just has to take time to think about it. And he always needs a lot of time to figure out what yeah. he's gonna so do. You're right. He's he just does. slow moving, yeah. kind of like Justin is. He takes his yeah. time with stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think I threw yeah. it at him when he didn't expect it, and he has to think about it. You know, his immediate response is, hell no, you can't tell me what to do. But then he has to think about it, really, you know, and I think he'll figure it out. I hope I hope if he wants me to move in, if he ever wants me to come back to his house, he'll he'll figure something out. And let him do that. Let him. I know I need to give him the time and the the space to come up with a solution. And, you know, I think men do like to come up with their own solutions i don't think they like Mm -hmm. us telling them what to do he comes up with good solutions to most problems too yeah then let him yeah let him come up with a solution and sometimes my boyfriend comes up with better solutions than i have ever considered oh chris totally does that with me he's just yeah he's an aquarius you give him something he makes it bigger and better (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah yeah michael thinks of things i've never even thought of before. Well, he's an accountant. He can, he can, if he can understand numbers and money and stuff like that. And yeah. How they work. Yeah. He's and a very intelligent person. Yeah, yeah. He's smart. So yeah. Um, and, and sometimes like, I hate to admit it, but sometimes I'm too emotional to think through things rationally. So I am the same sometimes way. To say it's it, but it's like the rational problem solver that wins the day. Yeah. And I mean, also um, too, you have to figure out, you know, whose house you're going to be living in too. Yep. Don't you, Jennifer? I mean, yeah, you've got that obstacle to come up with too. If you well, both and houses. you know, uh, we were talking about that too, and the fact that we both work from home. Yeah. Um, sometimes oh. Michael goes to the office, but a lot of the time he works from home. I work from home. He works from home. 
uh, how are we both going to work from home with not without an extra room for that yeah. to occur? So either we gonna have we're gonna have to find another place to live with an extra room for me to be able to work from home, or how are we both going to do that? Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a lot of noise if we're both on calls and right. you know, Zoom meetings and stuff. And right, how are we going to do that? Because um, yeah. you know, yeah, you've got a lot of logistics to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a lot um, of emotional my, stuff to sort he's out. He's got a myself. dog. My daughter has a cat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah. another interesting. I'm not saying it can't be overcome. They can be introduced to each other. Yeah. I have two cats. And all this stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be an issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. Neither. There's no way either pet is going to go anywhere. Same. Um, same. That's how I feel. But, you know, it's going to be a. It's going to be some growing pains there. Yeah. Yeah. To get those animals you know, used to each other. And they so, will. They'll get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael's dog is really playful and sweet. And Emily's cat is really a diva. <laughs> <laughs> that cat that very opposite personalities. I can just see, you know, the dog chasing the cat around like, let's play, let's play. And she's like, ah. Yeah, that should be pretty interesting. But um, yeah, there's all sorts of, you know, like logistical things you have to think about. But the one thing I think we don't have to worry about much is money. Yeah. Um, but th- we're fortunate that way. But uh, that's yeah. a big one. That's a big, but that's a big one for a lot yeah. of people. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to that because that means my expenses will go down. Yeah. Um, yes. In California, yeah. rent is crazy. So, I've yeah. heard. Um, I've heard it is. I would love to move in with my boyfriends just mm-hmm. so like my expenses would be lessened. As like a bonus. Yeah. yeah. Big bonus. Yeah. yeah. Mine would be. Too. But I'm not. I don't like want to rush it for that reason. But right. um, no. It would no. certainly be a bonus of yeah. course it would it would for anybody yeah yeah and i think you know that's another good reason why people want to live together because you mm-hmm. know it makes sense financially it does for a lot of reasons yes it does yeah. um but you know and getting married does too is my that, that kind of takes me you. off my taxes were so much more this year when i was single and i was like they're trying to make me marry someone. The, the it government is, it's a government trick. It's, it's a government <laughs> trick. The godly family. I've said that on the podcast before. They want us all to be little happy couples and yeah. make more babies and more Americans. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can file head of household. So there, but. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess um, kind of wrap this up. Listen, we need to give the listeners some homework. Misty, you want to? Can you think of any homework for the listeners? Yeah, of course. I think that um, if if you're thinking about moving in together, you should uh, definitely consider everything that we've talked about. But you know, most of all, you both need to be considerate of each other. I yes, think the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, because if you love somebody, you will go the extra mile. And so, um, for homework, maybe you know if you're moving in with somebody for homework, maybe um, you can both write down some things that you're worried about when you move in together. So you can have those tough conversations Mm -hmm. before you move in together. You know, I would write a list and then that person could write a list and you can get together and, you know, compare your lists and and see what's doable and what's not doable and compromise on that. I think that would be a good start. That is a great idea. Yeah. Jennifer, do you also have any advice to add to that? 
Um, I love Misty's advice. I think uh, my advice would be to take your time. Yes. Um, and then also think about um things that cannot be reversed. Yes, that's good. <laughs> um, yes. because you know, if you I have girlfriends who have um, you know, left positive living situations and moved in with a guy and then, you know, it doesn't work out. And then all of a sudden they can't go backwards. They can't go back to that great living situation situation they were in because they've now lost it. Um, so then they're like couch surfing or like trying to figure out where they're going to live. They can't leave the man. Yeah. They have nowhere to go. Yes. That so is so I always yes. want to advise women to have an exit plan. Um, please always have savings, have an exit plan, have somewhere to go. Please don't rely on a man for your oh, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. livelihood, your place to live. Um, just somebody to pay your rent. Somebody yeah. pay your rent. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. don't get yourself trapped ever. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in love. I want love to last forever. I, I really think it can, if you're, you're smart about it and you know what you're doing, but you know, don't get yourself trapped in a living situation that you're miserable and you cannot exit. Yes. Um, that's the only concern. Yeah, that's that really I good have. advice. When you're that's moving in with someone, fun. um, and, and for your gut, for the men listening to, like don't yes both of you don't yeah both of you don't get trapped in a situation you can't get out of i know so many married couples who don't divorce for financial reasons that's all yeah which is awful like yeah. you don't want to live in that house no why would you want to be miserable uh, you're paying your rest of your that life money. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't understand that that rationale maybe they're um, just not like some people are romantics i'm a romantic some people are pragmatic. That's not romantic. There's nothing not romantic, romantic about that. Um, I am a romantic, so that would work for, for me. Yeah, yeah but just some people just aren't that romantic. They don't have the, yeah. the wanting to Passion. love. You know? Yeah, I think that's like dying a slow death. Yeah. Um, being in a loveless marriage for yeah. because you can't afford to leave. Yeah. Um, I'd rather yeah. be destitute than you know yeah some people stay also because of the kids and they think it's what's best for them but they have to think about i never think that's what's best for them yeah you're setting an example that your love is is painful the love is hard love is real i remember i know this is not this is totally off topic but um i i did have some problems with my daughter for a while um when i first got divorced because she felt like i made the wrong choice Oh. I made the wrong decision um, to get divorced and she felt like it was my fault. Um, she missed her dad. Um, why did I do that? Um, all these things because we were, you know, struggling financially for a while and um, it had nothing to do with getting divorced because I was the breadwinner the whole time. So I, I but she associated with that. Well, as we know, being single is <laughs> a lot more expensive. <laughs> well, we just it, re- it really didn't <laughs> associate with, in my case, um, but it kind of did because my ex-husband was a drain financially, but, um, but yeah, I think she, she just really missed her dad, missed him being in her life, but yeah. that was his choice. It had nothing to do with uh. us getting divorced. But um, yeah, but it took her a long time to come around to the fact that it was healthier for both of us. 
Um, but it took a long time. To yeah, get there. especially how old was um, she? Yeah, she was five. Yeah, and yeah, so, of course that's expected. Yeah, it's gonna right. Take time. So yeah, it's just you know, mothers, you know, you know best. Make the best decision for you. Your child will come along. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. it takes years yes. for your child yeah. to come along. I will. I will. But like, don't don't sacrifice your own happiness because you want to do it for your kids. Don't do that no. ever. No. That's my two cents for the day. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. Your kids are going to grow up and happy, live their own lives. Happy and, mom is happy kids. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. Happy dad is happy kids. Happy, happy mom, dad, happy kids. Yeah, had yeah. Mom and dad together angry is not happy kids. Yeah. Miserable <laughs> parents, miserable kids. Yes, yeah. I agree. No matter how much you try to hide it, your kids are way smarter. I know. Yeah. 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 So, um, listeners, I'm going to see if I can remember your information, Jennifer Love. If you want to find Jennifer Love, you can find her at jenniferlove.me. Yes. And on Everclear, Jennifer L. Yes. And I'll put that information in the podcast description. And um, lastly, I want to thank our sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is an advice app where you can get advice from psychics and empaths so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. You deserve. You deserve it. You, deserve it. you do. And Jennifer and I are both advisors on Everclear. And you, you can get mediumship uh, readings from me on our website, www.wearealllpsychic.com. And you can get services from Misty on that website as well. So you can go onto their, the first page and go scroll all over the place and look for Misty's advisor services or Lisa's advisor services. We also have a shop with lots of stuff for sale in there. The Kitty Quest Tarot is in there for 40 bucks. And I need to put more stuff in there. I have so many rings and stuff put in there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. So check out the website, support us. And we will love you if you do. We'll love you if you don't. We love you. <laughs> yeah, I love you, listeners. And thank you, Missy. Thank, thank you, Jennifer. Lisa. Thank you, girls. And everybody out there, wherever you may be, and you're thinking about moving in with them, think hard. And long. And hard. And long and hard. Yeah. Long yeah. and hard. Take <laughs> that's the advantage of moving in long and hard thinking <laughs> about it beforehand okay so i think about that <laughs> and thank you always for listening and watching peace out thank you bye, bye. bye. this is just a ps a podcast postscript jennifer love and i are going to go live on facebook on the 11th of may and we are yeah. going to give you a love readings with our cards. So and excited. Yeah, so excited. So you can find me at on Facebook under my psychic readings by Lisa Dash. We're also like a podcast page. It's a big long name. And what is your page name, Jennifer? I am Jennifer Love on Facebook. She will be, we will be going live together on uh, merging our pages together. I know how to do this now on Facebook Sweet. Live with somebody else. Yes, we can get <laughs> this right. And we will probably uh, be on each other, eat both pages. I don't know if it works that way, but if you're, you'll, we'll figure, we'll find a way. So we'll figure it out. Both by then. So if you want to join us for a free love readings, or yeah. kinds of readings, all kinds of readings, six o'clock Pacific, eight o'clock central, nine o'clock Eastern. Um, that will be on the 11th and those are PM <laughs> at night. So yeah. we want to see you there and we hope we will, and you will get carts and you will get information about them and if they love you or not. <laughs> I love saying that. <laughs> I can't tell you if they love you or not. You, you're the only one who really knows that, right, Jennifer? Yeah. That's or maybe true. they do. I don't know, but we'll tell you what we think they might think or what, yes. they feel, or what yes. you feel, what you need to know. So yeah, come see us. We'd love to help you out. And then see you soon. Bye. <laughs>